It's just with this competition, it needs the whole community support. I mean, we need to prove that Erinsborough has the best of everything, the best hospitals, the best law enforcement, the best schools. <laughs> Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbours, CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbours. Hello, this is the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We chat to you about the five most recent episodes of the Aussie soap that we just watched and we pull it all apart and get right stuck into it. I'm Vaya Pashos and today I have the OG squad in the PirateNet studios, CJ. Hello. Kate. Hey. We are in the apartment that Izzy used to yeah. have affairs with Carl in. I've been thinking about that recently because when I interviewed at Neighbours, I brought up this apartment. Mm, I remember. And I'm wondering, does someone live there now? Well, is, do you reckon that's where the Tanakas mm. live? I'm thinking it. No, that's it. no, no. Like they, they live in the new high-rise. They Eclipse. live in Lassiter's. Yeah, Eclipse Apartments. <laughs> oh, do they live at Eclipse? They live above mm. Lassiter's. Oh, okay. And that's, well, but underneath Paul. Okay, well, everyone's underneath Paul. That's the way life is. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I reckon it's the same set, though, because it looks exactly the same. So they would have repainted that exact set, I reckon. That, that's an old trick they used to use in Prisoner a lot. <laughs> and when you watch Prisoner in, in bulk, like, well, you binged it like me, you go, hang on, but that was the same, like, depressing room that the last person who went into prison lived in before they committed their crime. Yeah. Just the same uh, housing development. Yeah, everything was brown in Prisoner, though. <laughs> Speaking of Prisoner... Prisoner alumni has joined as Ma Brennan. Brennan? Brennan? Zoe Bertram. It does ring a bell. Welcome. Well, I Googled her and the only thing that came up was Prisoner. So. Right. Now, we don't have any really Neighbours Council business this week, except I did just pop up onto our Patreon page, patreon.com slash neighbourspod. I've just put up a free piece of audio. You don't have to pledge to us to listen to it, but it was Kate and I uh, brainstorming our Ma Brennan fantasy casting Mm -hmm, a few mm -hmm. months ago and Mm. running through every Australian actress we could think of (laughs) that could fit the bill. And I think they've chosen quite well, actually. I think she is a good match physically to them. I would have liked someone of um, Mark's skin tone. What do you mean? He's got a very olive complexion. Looks like he spent a lot of time in Queensland. Aren't they from, from Port Douglas? No, 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 no. That's somewhere sophisticated. They're from like Port Augusta or somewhere in South Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, it's not sense. as nice as Port Douglas. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> okay. So Except now she's in the Barossa Valley. Oh yeah. I'm a bit disappointed because I really wanted Kerry Armstrong to be their mum because she is such a stunningly beautiful woman. I don't and- think she looks like the Brennans though. She does. She's a bit olive. Yeah, she's a bit olive. She's a brunette. I could see it plausibly being Aaron and Tiles' mum. But also, she's not doing a soap. They can't afford Carrie Armstrong and she she wouldn't do it. She did sea change. That's not a soap. Yeah, but come on. She lives in like (laughs) Eltham or something like that. Surely she's hard up for a bit of cash. Um, Plus, I don't think she's the easiest person in the world to work with. She seems rather spiritual. Yeah. Might might work the nine to five. I think once you reach a certain age as a performer – that's respected in the industry. You can kind of just do whatever the hell you want. And mm. see, Sheila Canning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ma Brennan on Prisoner played Randy with an I. Good love. And can you guess why she was in 
Wentworth Prison. Going to tip she was a prostitute. <laughs> Got it in line. Randy Goodlove, <laughs> you're not going to be a barrister with that she, name. She serves a 14-day <laughs> sentence in Wentworth for soliciting and is briefly put to work in reception before her release. I feel um, like I actually remember. Oh, actually, I do remember this because then she appears about six episodes later as a shock for Meg, who was like the um, prison guard, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, with the short hair. When her son, Marty, introduces his new girlfriend, Jenny, who is Randy under another name. Oh. Scott helps to expose Randy's true nature to Marty by taking him to a prostitute on his stag night, which turns out to be Randy. Wow. What a mate. That's not right. I want to make my Twitter username Randy Goodlove. <laughs> I love it. And then, oh, she got murdered and her body was left on top of a boiler. Oh. And I don't think they ever found her body. I think there was there was somebody who was, like, murdered in prison and they, yeah, shoved it. I feel it was her. Wow. And wow. I don't know, like, apparently their boilers never broke down. So really? Didn't explode like the Lasseter's one, so there was no cause to go and check behind See, it. See, here she is when she's young. She doesn't look like the Brennans. I think she looks a bit like Aaron. Yeah. She's got tons of the tiles no, there. But it's not the first time we have seen her in Neighbours. No, not at all. Because she played. Which happens a lot. But yeah, she's, look, she, we, we, it's a small industry down here. Yeah. You're going to double up a little. She played Polish cleaner Lorraine Dowski. Keep. Oh, it's sorry. I must have forgotten. You were supposed to live in secret place. We make deal. Yeah, well, I don't trust secret places. <laughs> but now you make me late. And I have no time to clean oven. So... You learn lesson. As if Paul has ever used his oven and like that would matter. <laughs> Did you guys see the newspaper headline, AJ OK Shopping Centre? Was he the mayor at some stage? Or, or the planning minister? I don't remember what his job was. The, all, all I remember is that he played the drums for Carl for a bit. Oh, and I, but the clip, in the clip we just watched, it was set in the West Waratah Star offices where Susan was editor at the time. Yes, and when I visited the neighbours set, that's when that was that era. Ah, oh. and I got to see her office and look at the paperwork on her desk. So this wasn't very long ago. No, hang on. From memory, AJ was in the lawyer office with Toad. Oh, of course, right. But for him to okay the shopping centre. Yeah, somebody with more memory than me will remember why he did that. I feel like I didn't watch at this point. We'll come back to Mar Brennan because I just watched all of this week's episodes today in a big chunk and it's not great for my mental health, but she she's fresh in my mind, so I really mm. wanted to just get excited about she's, her. She's definitely a lot more sophisticated than back in the Lorraine Dowski days, <laughs> but I would love it to come out. But, yeah, that's what she was doing a few years ago. She was Lorraine Dowski uh, under an assumed name. Yeah, that was why she couldn't come and support her sons because mm. she was Lorraine. Well, save, save them from domestic violence. In the clip I put up on Patreon, Kate and I, when we were theorising fantasy casting, Mark had just lost baby Caitlin and I was yeah. bitching about how his mum didn't come to support him after he'd just lost yeah. his baby. Actually, yeah, that wasn't brought up at all this no. week, was it? They were like, oh, you didn't come last year when we needed you, but like you've it, never come when we needed you. Didn't, you. you didn't come three months ago when mm. my son suffered a I, trauma. I actually really loved the three different reactions to the mother from the three Bren bros. It was beautiful. You've got, you had Mark, well, can't call him Mark, you had Dick Cop, um, <laughs> trying to like make everything right for her and try to really suck up to her and like just to, to try to, you know, make her love him. By making everything perfect. That's the kind of son I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, be really abusive and just leave him for a while and then, then he'll do that. Well, yeah. no, by then Mark was 18 and an adult, so she yeah. had, there was nothing going on with him. Aaron, deeply sceptical and quite hostile, and Tiles just was scared of her. I really love when they write family drama for Tiles. I think it's really well done. 
Mm. And it sheds a lot of light on his character that gives us a lot of insight and I think he plays it really well and I'd much rather see him do family drama than running around hot wiring cars or whatever the hell he does. I think it's interesting because Mark sort of parts of his personality as I guess what someone would write in for a gay character, you know, he's really clean, he's sucking up to his mother, that kind of thing, but he's not his gay brother doesn't do that which I I like imagine if he did that that would be really annoying that he was stereotypical yes so I like it so say you're a 25 year old man dating pipes would you want your girlfriend to meet your mother while she's in her school uniform yeah hell no mum this is uh Piper my girlfriend hi lovely to meet you Mm. you're at school yeah yeah I mean you're 12 yeah it's not a great first impression for either of you I wouldn't want my mother to know that I was doing that. All right, Pipes, put some makeup on and say like a, you know, a business suit. Or um, pop your PE uniform on. Just don't make it look so obvious that you are a teenage child. Getting around with her creaking hip or whatever with the crutch. I'm just, I worry about her. Yeah. Something good has got to happen for her soon because it's not going great for her, is it? She can't be missing classes. I don't no. care if they're with sex pest Wayne. She's the exams aren't far away. She can't be just sleeping in. Yeah. But what happens if you're in year 12 and like your life is melting down like this? Do you get time off? Well, mine did because my mum's marriage fell apart when I was in year 12 and it wasn't like it was fine. Like I, but it was still a bit of a drama filled situation. But what happens in that case is you just knuckle down and you study. Yeah, really, you, you like go you, to school, you right? Prioritize. Yeah. You find normality in your yeah. life. Yeah, and worst uh, case scenario, you have to repeat it. Yeah, well, not even because you get special consideration, mm. and the way special consideration works, it, they apply it if your marks don't reflect what you've been getting throughout the year. Mm. So when you do the the GAT or whatever it was at the time, like whatever mm. we did, yeah, they see where you're ranked academically, and then when they apply special consideration. They see if you've performed worse than you did on the GAT, then they apply it. But if you're fine, then they don't do anything. Mm. So I don't think I chose it in the end because I was being a martyr. I'm like, I don't want to put special consideration. I would do it on my own. But, yeah, it's – I totally got special consideration. (laughs) I should have gone for it, man. No, because I have uh, dyslexia, so I got extra time in the exams because reading's hard. mm, But they don't apply it unless your marks reflect that they've dipped in that way. I don't even know how we got here. Piper. Shouldn't (laughs) – Piper is – None of those three year 12s, they're not going to actually pass year 12. No. Ben missed out on, what, two months? Yeah. But Ben will be a doctor or something. Mm. Like he he will do more than pass. No, he's happy in mechanic world now. Yeah, I don't think that's no, what will happen though. Like um, who else became a doctor? Boyd. Remember that? That oh, was unlikely. No, he was a paramedic. Which oh, I, that's oh no, that was Ringo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Ringo. Boyd became a doctor. Yeah. Which family was Boyd in again? He was Hoyland. Oh, so he's Steph's former stepson. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. Maybe she helped him get those grades. How? Just by providing reasons for him to get special consideration. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we're going to start with Monday the 24th of July. What has happened is that Yashvi has come home drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was having beer in a plastic cup at the Backpackers, at the Tanak Packers, which is back in beers, mm. and for some reason is allowed to serve alcohol from a table from yeah. plastic cups. like it was a party and not a business. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a usual situation in a Backpackers? Well, sh- would, but then they have a bar? 
Because I, I liken it to what would happen at a uni party. But in, I feel like a backpack but is... it's a business, though. Yeah, they would so have a bar uni. that you could buy beer from, not just a plastic table. I am table. sure that when my husband worked at Melbourne Uni Student Union, he just handed drinks to people. <laughs> Did he have an RSA? Because that's all yes, they need. <laughs> that's all um, old, old mate Leo needs to get an RSA, and then that would actually sort out their party woes, and then they would not have a, please, t- take one... <laughs> <laughs> approach to um, <laughs> catering their parties. Um, 100% he's got one because remember he worked in bars and he was like a consultant. So he, he, he Yeah, and he was drug muling or whatever yeah, he was he, doing. He would have You know, when he was complaining to Sheila later, oh, you know, we can't afford to have a bar person from there. Mate, you don't need to employ a bar person. My, my dad is heavily involved in a football club. He went and got an RSA so he can work in the can bar and do do functions mm. like that. By, by the way, can bar. That's <laughs> where they sell cans of beer. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. That's what yeah, the backpackers yeah. That's all you need. You just need, and he doesn't get paid for it. You just need, you could get like a 60-year-old man to come in and just make sure that you're not absolutely shit-faced or 16. Yeah. Which they haven't actually said how old Yashvi's meant to be. She's in year 10, isn't she? Oh, they're saving that up so she can hook up with Leo or something later on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Now, we need to talk about Val for a moment here. What a letdown. Because remember how I wanted to be Val back when I thought she was an incompetent assistant instead of um, <laughs> the Antichrist or whatever he, he is. What a terrible man. He's awful. What makes him think he can talk back to his boss in the way that he does? Cancer or no cancer? Because he doesn't know. And him being a friend of the family or not. I don't think he's ever worked as an EA before. No. I don't think he's worked. No. Like all the EAs I've ever met have been the most universally helpful women as well who know everything there is to know about the company you're working for and facilitate things happening. The theory is at the moment that he's – well, someone tweeted at me and said they they think Val is Piper's stalker slash online troll. What a loser. Imagine being a grown man and stalking some girl on the internet. that's what they do. (laughs) I know, but, like, what a loser. But he doesn't know about the the cancer, does he? Well, he says he doesn't know. He might have looked at anything that was lying around while he was in that. He's been in Tarija's house every day. I don't know. I reckon he just got his job through a bit of Utagawa nepotism. He definitely did. Yeah. And that's, like, he doesn't have to be necessarily skilled. I think he's just basically incompetent. But why Why does he and exist? He feels secure in his role because he's he's got it through the Utagawas. But we know characters don't just appear on Neighbours for no reason. He's got no function at the moment. He's got a bit of comic relief from being incompetent. Jasmine... Therese doesn't need him to facilitate the storyline of her lying to Lasseter's about having cancer. Oh, but you know what it's done? It's meant that it's given Paige a job. Oh, that, yes, that has done mm. that. How old is Giganto now, guys, do you reckon? Oh, school-aged. <laughs> I, How old's he meant to be? I put um, my son, who's, eight, who's 16 months old, in like a baby onesie tonight and was looking at him nostalgically. <laughs> but I think he looked a lot like Gabe. <laughs> I was discussing with Vera in the car on the way here. Yeah. You know the scene from the previous week where former father is holding him in the backpackers and he's like crying. Yeah. And, that, and like the, the child wasn't crying, but the actual audio was of a very, very distressed child, wasn't it? Like yeah. all my mum kind of antennae were going out going, that child needs a feed, needs yep. to be fed. That was it was such a weird thing. Why did why was he babysitting a newborn? In a backpackers a, hostel. Oh. Yeah. With all yeah. the diseasey Oh, and Kate put babysitting in air quotes because, as we all know, when the father looks after his child, that's called parenting, not babysitting. But also, like, it's meant to be a newborn and shouldn't be away from its mother. But also, it doesn't cry like a newborn. So that sound recording was of, like, 
a four month old or something. Not uh, not you know that. But uh, yeah. Well, nice. okay. It was, well, it was awful. Or even okay. Forget the mother thing. Like there are single dads that are raising babies. Like the point is, like a newborn. But he doesn't appear to be f- feeding that child. No. Like he's probably dehydrated. The newborn needs to be close to a food supply, whatever yeah. in whatever form that comes. And in a place where it can be comfortable and, and can sleep, can put because they're sleep. on like yeah. three-hour cycles, so that child will be sleeping for one third of its life at least. Mm. Later in the week, Paige takes Gabe out in the pram at night, and I, <laughs> I just saw that. And I thought I didn't go out at night. What? I just, I just didn't go out without Baby Madge at all. That, that's that was the harsh reality of life. <laughs> yeah, I'm really worried about the picture they're painting of young pregnancy to people because also she looks amazing oh, instantly yeah, yeah. and I guess that's solved by a couple of sessions at the Shed Power Hour. But yeah, I should get down there. I'm, I'm running deeply behind. <laughs> Functional fitness space. Yeah. Although CJ did send us an amazing inspirational video during the week of her using the, the, the rowing machine that we've mentioned on this podcast before yes, yes, yes. as the, the non-push present. And she had baby Angus on her person and was getting some rowing in. In the beyond, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before the illness took over our lives. But um, <laughs> the, um, I do plan on putting him on the back of the beyond because he, he thought safer. it was the funnest thing ever. That is <laughs> yeah. so cute and I'm so impressed. And I feel like that's what we need to see Paige doing. Yeah. It's a bit of body weight exercises mm. in her home. Not those. I am concerned about how many squats she was doing. Not like that, that's, yeah. that's terrifying. And you can't yeah. just put a pram in the corner of a gym, anyway. Well, actually, that said, I used to go to Mums and Bubs Pilates probably when he was maybe like when she was like a couple of months older than Gigantor is now. Yeah, but and that was good because you could actually just leave them in the pram and they'd sleep. But Kate, did that look like Mums and Bubs Pilates to you the other day? <laughs> it looked like that child. You could injure a child at that gym, like with the like. <laughs> waving the ropes around and like the free weights and that I wouldn't take much my baby to a place with like free weights and stuff. far too much weight bearing now something pretty exciting happened at the end of Monday into Tuesday and that is a police raid on the Willis house <gasps> the spotting that was full-on that was pretty good actually Paige's acting was quite good in that I want to know if there is a domestic violence situation which was what they, they thought yeah does the SWAT team come? Because I don't think they do. That was quite incredible. Well, like bloody dick cops always in a SWAT jacket. No, I have actually asked a policeman about that. Oh, yes, yes. And that is what they normally wear. Oh, okay. I think I was looking, yeah. I saw a policeman walking down the street the other day and they had the fluorescent kind of uh, high-vis version of it. And I think oh, maybe okay. I'm used to seeing it in fluorescent yellow. Oh. I'm not used to seeing it in navy. I think it looks more like a bulletproof... Yeah, yeah. Vest. Well, it is a bulletproof vest, but it looks more like a black jacket. I saw a question raised on the internet this week about if they had all those cops there because they were expecting like some sort of life and death situation for a newborn, why there wasn't an ambulance there too? I first... wouldn't need that. My first thought with that reaction, they thought... So they had this report. The online troll reported a knife attack towards a baby in the Willis house Mm. to get revenge on Piper for her very mild YouTube rant. And... They burst in like someone had called a terrorist bomb scare. And actually, yeah. going on from your the, the last big podcast you did, the um, ripped from the pages of the doctor's waiting room. <laughs> how many years ago did they do this on SVU? Oh, hang on, have you seen swatting on on SVU before? I've consumed a lot of SVU in the last year. Yeah, it's all blurring into one. But do you recall a swatting incident on it? Was that in the same Gamergate episode that SVU did? I think it was. Yeah. Do you think? Neighbours was watching Foxtel 
a, a marathon reruns of SVU and saw that episode and just went, we're going to do everything they just did spread over three weeks with Piper. <laughs> Hang on, serious question here. Are you working for Neighbours? <laughs> Blink if you are. No, they won't let me in that. They won't let me in there. <laughs> so they're, they're just separately channeling Olivia Benson. <laughs> no, unless I'm, I've got a family friend who wants to put me on as an EA to somebody. I don't think it's happening. So, yeah, the raid was, I felt like, way overdone for a baby, like with a knife attack. I really wish they had just pretended it was a terrorist bomb threat because that yeah. was the right level of. I feel like they'd treat it like a siege situation. You know how like there's, there's probably every couple of months in Melbourne there's a siege. Yeah, there yeah. was one like last week near my work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that? Uh, yeah, a siege or, or a terror situation because I really feel that the Department of Human Services probably just comes and knocks on the door for a knife, maybe will attack a baby. Or, okay, or the, the cops are out the front. They'd be and, a negotiator. Yeah, they'd be yeah. ringing the house or knocking the door, seeing what's yeah. going on. Mm. You don't just burst in. Again, I've seen I, enough SVU. I, wouldn't a swatting generally be for like – oh, there's a terrorist there and they're making a bomb right now to go and blow up the, the GPO or something like that. And that's why there'd be an, a sense of urgency to go yeah. in to stop them. There's a couple of l- lovely looking ladies in there making bombs. <laughs> yeah, so the... You know, well, just, this ethnic type. So Gigantos in his bassinet. Um, pram. But, which, always in the pram. Which I'm going to have to say, that child is outgrowing it already. He's ready for a stroller. <laughs> and poor Paige, cancer-ridden to rage and... One's lying on her engorged boobs. The other one's lying on her tumorous boobs. It's rough. It's rough. But it scared the bejesus out of me when they burst in. Yeah. I was not expecting Paige that. Was, Paige's acting was excellent in it, though. Like She, well, they, yeah, she, they, yeah. she like, seemed like she, I need to be with my baby. Yeah, me. that was great. That was really good. And, yeah. and the old open Skype window situation, Imposter D style, happened again. Yeah. And the, the hacked camera caught the whole thing and uploaded it. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is, it, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen enough SVU. Again, oh, yeah, yeah, SVU. <laughs> it probably <laughs> happened in the same SVU Gamergate episode. Yeah. Well, when they – yeah, that's a thing though, when you let someone know that – that's why people put the little sticky tape over their camera. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Mark Zuckerberg does it, so we all should. Also yeah, – But she's ha- got a Mac. Do people bother hacking Macs? I don't know. And question. Like yeah, if you're, okay. your mum's in Queensland, you've just had a baby – you'd be FaceTiming or Skyping on your mobile. You wouldn't have to use your sister's computer – to yeah, Skype. It is weird because it's it's far easier to like just hold the phone to you or hold it to your baby's face. Especially well. if you're breastfeeding and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Ugh, I'm, I'm just, okay. We have also this little touch of love triangle, which I'm fully into mm-hmm. with Ellie and Dick Cop and Paige. Discuss. Ugh. <laughs> Ellie. Disgust. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Disgust. I just, like Ellie, put them away. Like, uh, ugh. Hashtag second saddest bitch in Erinsborough. Oh, I know. Um, I, I'm always the Ellie in this. I've always been the Ellie in this scenario. What, You're the, the desperate the, girl the that keeps fucking yes, everyone. Drunk and hot mess. Oh. I, I wasn't ever drunk. Well, I was drunk, but you know, I was always the the desperate. Did you have the cold shoulders out? Actually, peasant tops were quite in fashion back then. <laughs> so. oh, yeah. Get some good cleavage with a, a peasant bit, top. A bit of off, off the shoulder gear going on, but. Yeah, I was always lusting after people that weren't interested. So I'm just fully going, oh, Ellie, hun. Because she's so used to just getting dudes and this one doesn't want her. Ellie's a touch more age appropriate for Decop than Paige is. They're the same age because it's weird that they never mention that they're playing Ellie and Paige like they're contemporaries and they're not. No, she'd have to be a few years older, you think. Ellie was Paige's age when she was on Home and Away. Jodie Gordon was the page of Home and Away. Okay, hang on. But then I'll... She's 32 or something. 
So, yeah, she is because Dick Cop's 35 in real life. So I've got this friend that's a bit like an alley. <laughs> is her I, name Vaya? Because she just called herself Whoa. Her. Nah. <laughs> I don't mean – I'm separating out aspects of their characters. Okay. I, I'm not – Going into the teaching profession because I want the holidays. Okay, which I thought was brilliant. Perfect. Nobody is surprised, Nobody. and everyone's going, "Well, hey, you know what? That is attractive to a lot of people." Yeah. I yeah. just, I'm really, there's, there's no, yeah. I wanted to, you know, Enrich. mold the future. Nah, 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 mate. The holidays. What I mean by that is, I've got a super hot friend that has got every guy that she's ever wanted in mm-hmm. her life. Yeah, about that, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then in my fantasy land, one boy came along. Yeah, that said no. Yep. And she just didn't know what to do. Exactly. Turned into the hot mess. Yeah, she turned into a hot mess. This is there what was I, drunken vomits everywhere. This is what I am loving. I love seeing this side of Ellie. Yeah, no, but right. she doesn't know yet that she's not getting in. No, she thinks she's in. That's what I'm loving. But that's what I don't get with Ellie is why she is such a hot mess. Like, and why she's been so unlucky in love. We don't know. They don't tell us. They don't give us any insight. I mean, Millsy. Mm. They haven't – I mean, I can't remember what she did when she was in Aaron's brother first time around, but maybe it damaged her just being here. She was the young pipes. <laughs> did she hook up with a 25-year-old? Because uh, that might make some sense. Was it her that was trying to have a go at Billy? I can't remember. Oh, oh no, but, Billy was her cousin. Oh, oh, probably yeah, not. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it mustn't have been. But you never know. Net, look, hey, <laughs> hey Amy, I think Amy's still kind of into her brother, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, the raids happened. Dick Cock comes around. And what I find funny too is – Piper comes running in with the text she got from the the online troll saying hands up and then the raid happened. And the um, SWAT team or whatever they are just wander out the door and she doesn't tell them, hey, guys, do you want to maybe check this phone number? Yeah, no, that to me, I just thought was ridiculous. <laughs> and then they all just said, oh, well, the phone number's probably not, not, not connected anymore. Like they didn't check. No. The catfish team would at least try and call it. Oh, what have they got? What's um, Dick Cop called them? The um, Cyber Crimes Unit, oh. which is, I think, just an app in his phone. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fairly significant that somebody's house got swatted? Like, yeah. I, it's not like we live in New York. Even Olivia Benson took it seriously in New York. Now, for those who haven't heard it, we had a Nabites episode released last week and I interviewed Luna Maroon, YouTuber, who played Hope Gottlieb in the Neighbours vs. Zombies series. And she was telling us about how her address got leaked online by a crazy fan. And the police took it really seriously. They're like, your personal information's been put online. You're a public figure. I'm going to take this. We're going to take this seriously and we'll patrol your street. And there's absolutely no reason why they would. The police would then just go, okay, guys, bye. (laughs) Good luck with your harassment situation. Uh, It's all right. You got... Brennan living on your street, you'd be fine. Who was on his break? Or he was had the morning off or something. Working out with Ali. That's what he was doing. I can't believe his phone wasn't on silent. What a rude person. <laughs> in the gym, I always, well, I've been to the gym in a little while, but, you know, when I go in, phone on silent. Yeah, that's why I don't go. My, my phone is 100% silent. on silent, which means I regularly lose it within my house. My husband <laughs> will be like, can I ring it? I'm like, there's no point. <laughs> Now, what I did enjoy was Sheila referring to her formerly being a viral sensation and wanting to offer support as to how to deal with online trolls. I'm like, at least someone's referring to the fact that they've been trolled before and it's Sheila. It's not Ben. It's not Xanthi. It's Sheila. Sheila's oh, yeah. had some good lines this week. She called Paul Robinson Punsy as well, which I thought, oh, yes. that's, that's an old school insult. Yeah. I, when did Sheila go on the date? Well, let's get into some, let's get into some Sheila gear right now. This is Tuesday. I want, ladies, I would like your thoughts as to Sheila's romance with or budding romance with Dr. Clive Gibbons. I love it. 
Oh, I love it. He's age appropriate. He's successful. He's a, a bit of a silver fox. He's a bit dashing. He's a bit of a like a strawberry silver fox. So, yeah, strawberry silver. Tick from Kate, CJ. Yeah, I love it. But also the outfit she wore at the date was awesome. I loved yeah. it. Beautiful. And a tick yep. from me. It's three ticks. Mm. I also like that they're from different classes really, aren't they? And they went with that. They mm. didn't just go, oh, here's two people that are a similar age. Let's mm. just lump them together. They explored the fact that, oh, okay, maybe they wouldn't normally hang out together. But mm. let's see it, where, they, it was, where it goes. It was classic first date kind of thing. Oh, let's go and do something classy on our first date, like go to the NGV, which they were outside the National Gallery of Victoria. Yeah, lovely spot. Good first date spot. Great first date. Did you notice in the back of the scene people were touching the water wall? <laughs> no, but it's that's a yeah. That's great what you got to do when you go to the NGV. So it's got a giant window which water runs down it, and you just go there and touch the wall and stop the water flow. Yeah, it's very therapeutic. Can I ponder a question, tea ladies? Um, what did Izzy do when for a job? She, she ran the scallop. She ran the bar. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't weird for a doctor to go out with a younger girl who she ran was, a bar. She wasn't a bogan though. She was pretty – she was hot stuff and – Yeah, but I'm just saying like if a doctor a good goes point. out with a younger mm. bar, it, there's no – Bar manager. Yeah. yeah. I, I 100% see your point there. No, but I, I just feel it's because Sheila's a bit rough I and think, it's more of a class issue. I think yeah. it's the Frankston factor that's I, come I, into play. I think that that's part of it. But also like I don't know where Izzy was from, but like I'm, there was definitely they, – they were different. You know, like they were different people. Yeah, Izzy was the more more sophisticated, yeah. chic. Oh, it was all wrong though. Like she was too young for Carl and also the whole marriage breakup thing. That was terrible. Well, I'm more comfortable with – I actually thought Carl and Izzy had really good chemistry and I loved it. And Not I as actually, much as Paul and Izzy. That was great, that one. No, I think I preferred Carl and Izzy. Paul and anyone. I'm, I'm down with But I don't mind the age gap there because Izzy wasn't a high school student. I'm ha- true. If you're, yeah. I mean, once you're of legal, like once you're of voting age, like you do you. But I'm glad that they're treating Sheila like a woman with sexuality mm. and not just comic relief as yeah. as the old crone because she's not. No. And they're, they're flattering her magnis- magnificent bosom yes. as well in that dress. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and it was a very, you know, like fashion forward dress. Like yes. there was a good pattern on it and all that. Just before the date though, what the hell was that day spa procedure she was having done? They put her under some alfoil. Um, and put some sort of skin treatment on, which gave her what looked like fucking Ebola. <laughs> she had a boil on her chest. It wasn't just hives. This thing looked like it was, she was, you know, like. From like she was getting black death or something, and, and suddenly, then later on, after she had the aloe vera rubbed in, her skin was back to one hundred percent normal. No, 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 it wouldn't happen. I've had hives, and I had to had a cortisone injection to get mm. my body back to normal. Wow. Normal aloe vera would have just fixed it. Applied <laughs> by your granddaughter. By the way, you know when they were like nice idea on the aloe vera, and I'm like, is that not like every single mm. person's idea when there's a skin like yeah. That's the equivalent. Problem? That's the equivalent of saying have a glass of water if you've got a headache. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd really like to see Courtney's qualifications mm. from the upstairs beauty beauty college she went to. I love Courtney as a beauty therapist. Mm. Can I just say plausible? <laughs> yeah, it is plausible. And I kind of also love Zancan getting in there too. I'm so shut off though. Like, why do we have to have bloody waxing Zancan versus well, nurse Zancan. It's mm. because it's going to be a stepping stone. I, I 100% see what they're doing. I This is what they're doing. I know it's usually Kate Stradamus. I'm going to be Vase Stradamus right what? now. She does a few Brazilians, sees too many ass cracks and goes, well, mate, 
what's what's the difference between this and bedpans? Well, exactly. But also, this is what's going to happen. They've got this new crop of youngsters coming up. You've got Yashvi. You've got Willow hanging around. You've got God knows who else. I don't know how old this Chloe Brennan is supposed to be, Sister Brennan. But you've got this mm. new crop of youngsters, and you want the birds of a feather, feather to flock together, and you want Zan Can at school because she's fun in a school mm. setting. So they've clearly given her this crisis of confidence. She's dropped out. She's gonna be. Um, she's gonna go and do some mud masks and Brazilians at the day spa, and then at the end of the year, when everybody gets their results, she's gonna have this. I don't know. Seen too many vagines. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I might as well make some people feel better than make some um, mm. vain people think they're feeling better. And something there'll be some other disaster, maybe. Because they're planting a few seeds about some fireworks that are cropping up down the line. So maybe there's some other emergency mm. that happens. Um, oh, oh, yeah, actual fireworks. I thought you were talking about metaphorical ones. No, no, no actual. Yeah, yeah, because she buried it. Yeshvi buried the fireworks, yeah. didn't she? And then, and then Sonia's entered this citizen, suburb awesome. Citizens of the Year event yeah. that they're campaigning for. Anyway, my point is there's going to be some medical emergency that Zan can come we'll to get, the rescue. We'll get the LOVR out for. Exactly. And then she'll re-enter Erinsborough High just in time to do Year 12 again and be... Probably with Jimmy. ...be the peer group person of all the mm. other teens that are coming up. Do you think she'll, yep, like, I, be really sassy that. and wear half a uniform and not really be a student? I think she might. A bit like Gossip Girl, like just yeah. have some knee socks and a tartan skirt. Yeah, yeah. I think Actually, I think you are 100% right. I had not thought of it at all, but that makes a lot of sense. So I'm quite happy for her to dig <clears> around and do some beauty therapy. And also I think it's valid... It's valid for people to go, well, maybe education is not for me right now and I'm going to go down a different path. And I think it is for Xanthi. I don't – like I think this is just a crisis of confidence. But I think if she did actually decide, well, I'm going to do something else and also I've been through a trauma because my teacher was grooming me slash had an aneurysm slash was going to take me to honkers, maybe mm. I sort myself out before I work out what's next with my life, yeah. be- before I get myself into debt with uni fees. Wouldn't- if you were her, wouldn't you just, just go to Taylor's College or whatever? It, if, does that still exist? Remember how that – no, no, you're looking at me puzzled. That was just like a private college where you could go and do VCE at. Oh, it still exists. Oh, yeah. I thought or, you were talking about Erinsborough. Well, um, if you were Zancan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like Swinburne. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just go somewhere and do it elsewhere outside of your mm. high school so you don't have to dress up like a high school student mm. anymore. Yeah. She could finish it by correspondence. Online at this stage, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, sure that's a thing. Distance education. There wouldn't yeah. be that many assessments left. No. Imagine how proud Suze is going to be when she finally graduates. Yeah, it's going to be great. They might even have a ceremony a la America. Yeah, with the move the tassel to the left yeah, or whatever they do. Now Sheila's date. She's looking great. She's she's. They're doing a bit of Cyrano de Bergerac, aren't they? With um, Paul texting in art gallery comments. Oh yeah, that was weird. Art commentary to Sheila. I must say, weird or not, a. If I was on that date getting those text messages, I would not pronounce all those words properly. <laughs> and B, I would not remember the start of the sentence once I got no, to the end no. or whatever. If you so don't understand that, well. it's hard to communicate. And yeah. Also, Paul sent them sent the most verbose chunks of information pretty quickly. And I'm surprised he didn't troll her because what she yeah. was saying actually did sound like some sort of yeah, plausibly art critique. Because he's got a spot in his heart for her. They, since they got glad wrapped in the cupboard oh, together, yeah. But CJ, like sometimes when you're in a bit of a hurry, you just completely write the wrong words down. Yeah, I do, and it's quite humorous. <laughs> what, what was the one I a did? Bit of autocorrect. 
Yeah, I, I just, I can't even be bothered. Sometimes Hamish says, sends me messages, saying, are you drunk? <laughs> Your messages do read a little drunk, I must say. Are you doing a bit of tr- cask of wine in the washing machine? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Ali. D- day drinking. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was all very succinct. And then they realise, oh, actually, neither of us likes art. Let's go for coffee. And that was really mm. hella cute. Yeah. Actually, remember, they must have just filmed that all on the same day that she bumped in, into him down at South Bank. Yeah. Because that's yeah. just around the corner from the NGV. Definitely. Yeah. The day that she was looking for Xanthi in, yeah. quote, unquote, all her favourite shops. Yeah, on South Bank. Yeah. You go shopping down there in that spot. That's like cafes. Yeah. Or she... like, you know, you could find some artisan glass or something like that. And then she's gone down to the <laughs> down to Crown Casino for some like high end designer yeah, yeah. boutiques. <laughs> I mean she might go there, but she's not buying anything from there. No, she's sitting in the food court having a thick shake. Yeah, you're right. Actually I used to go there a lot when I was there. <laughs> I snuck in there before I was eighteen, and it was just went it just opened then. Yeah, there. it was the the new yeah. thing. I, I looked thing. older than eighteen though, so it was no issue. It was the best ever because you could smoke just like anywhere. I, I wasn't allowed to smoke, CJ. <laughs> no I, one was. Like I, would, I wasn't legally allowed to I would smoke. Get in trouble. But I did. <laughs> I went there like about a month or so ago, just because we were going to dinner nearby, and we bought, had to we walked through the gaming area because it was like the quickest point from A to B. And, and you got lost and you came out four days later and your child had graduated it, high school. $50,000 in debt. No, it is so depressing. It's the really pokies. depressing. It, yeah. is, it is not a glamorous place to go. It's just full of middle-aged people just with the, draining the life out of them as well as their wallets. I'm surprised there's not a few sets of pokies in the waterhole. <laughs> Something's got to keep it looking nice. Out Imagine. the back. Do you reckon there's an, a set of door, double doors and you go through the back and yeah. there's a whole room back it's probably, there? It's probably where Pa Brennan is now, just getting rid of the Brennan estate through the pokies. Imagine if um, the TAB outlet was just at the bar and Sheila did a bit of that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Perfect. You got that on the quaddy. Can you imagine her saying that? <laughs> Love it. Now, CJ, I wanted to ask you specifically, can you give me a little uh, where are we at with Paul and Tarage at the Mo? What, what's your read on their little... Um, tr- they t- are becoming partners. Partners in cancer? Yes. And life, and he's there for her when she needs it. Whereas Gazcan just is like a little nattering, annoying little thing Can in her he life. Shut the and here comes the explicit warning: fuck up. Mm-hmm. Gaz can shut the fuck up. Well, I can't even cope with it. See, that's what worries me. In that kind of Tarage is as classy as Clive, mm. and Gaz is kind of as classy as Sheila, but Sheila is smarter than him. Yes, hundred percent, she is. Mm. You know what's exciting? Because, like, I'm tired as a human. So I imagine when I'm Sheila's age, I'll be really tired. <laughs> and I'm so excited that she gets to land on her feet and probably mm. marry a doctor. I'm yeah. so excited. Well, she'll, go, she'll go on cruises, mate. Yeah. Imagine the life that she's going to lead. All the things she's ever wanted to buy, she'll be able to buy. I mean, yeah. I don't know how long um, Jeff Payne's contract is, but she, 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 might, she might get a bit of fun. Well, the thing is, we all like him. Keep him on. That's that's the yeah. neighbour's yeah. official and, position. Yeah. Have him on as a guesty Tim Collins style. He can stay Sheila's boyfriend. He yep. can maybe go into state for some medical conferences every now and then and pop mm. back to see his, yeah. his missus. And when Sheila wants to go to another series somewhere else, she can just go on a cruise with him. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Mm. Yeah. And go visit Naomi. Naomi will put him up somewhere. Oh, imagine that. They could go to conferences on the east coast of America. Naomi will come over from wherever wrestling is in America. <laughs> Not the east coast. No. No. <laughs> you know what my secret dream for Clive is? I want them to rebirth Bertha, his car from the 80s. What sort of car was that? Well, it was actually Scott and Charlene's wedding car as well. <laughs> I'm so, surprised you didn't get that for your wedding. 
no, well, it wasn't okay. available. It was it was actually pretty gross. So it was a, it's an old Kingswood white Kingswood station wagon that had been well, actually not white because it was multicolored. So oh. they someone in their art department needs to paint an old Kingswood or like a modern version of. No, no, no. I want it to be like the same model Kingswood. Obviously, I think that one's long gone because <laughs> you haven't seen a Kingswood in a while. Imagine the cute little step-granddaughter jinx that him and um, Xanthi can get up to. Oh, with Clive and Xanthi? Yeah, yeah. Diff- brush with different strokes kind yeah. of situation would go on. We got, a, we got a sense of it when she had a tanty in the hospital, which I think was very valid, them, them firing her from work experience. That was completely unprofessional the way she spoke to Carl. It was. Yeah, no, it was right. And they just said she's not, she shouldn't be here right now. Yeah, yeah. like she needs to take, look after herself. Yeah. Moving on. Willow, apparently, so for some reason, Willow mentioned that she had a father to Amy and Amy ran with that information mm. and got the... Uh, and Amy's going, what? You have a father? Oh, my God. Do you have a mother too? Like, of course she has a father. Yeah. Everyone has a father. Well, let's pop him into Wikipedia. Can we get Dick Cop into doing some background searches on him? And, and he used the police resources again for private business. And just goes and tells the local tradeswoman the personal information... Of their friend. Oh, fucking, I can't stand him. I don't he know has, why, but I like him. He has too much to do. Because <laughs> you're, you're the anti-Kate, that's why. <laughs> and you, you want a project. You love a project. I just, I just, I don't know. You want to get stuck into him. I don't think, there's, him, I don't think there's anyone I hate, like on the show. Actually, this is something we were discussing in our, you know, our text messages to ourselves. The if you could have you a neighbour's. No, 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 if you could have like a neighbour's character come and clean your house. I am. Actually, I'd totally have him in my house. I wouldn't be there. I'd trust him not to steal anything. What? And, and then, but he'd bitch about how dirty my house is. Yeah, we need to tell people why we were having this conversation. It's because we were all talking about how messy all of our houses were when we were trying to figure out where to set up the Pirate Net Studios this week. And everyone was like, not in my house, not in my house. And then I thought I wouldn't even want Dick Cop there judging all my mess. No, no, he can, he can come and judge my mess all I like because I'll be out. out. Um, but he'd, he'd do a magnificent job. I'd prefer that to uh, Amy's erotic cleaning. I would prefer Amy's erotic cleaning because she could do a bit of a home maintenance at the same time. Mm. I want to take back my answer and have Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine Polsky. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now but I'll leave a key a, out for her in a yeah, special spot. No, no, except she'll blab about you leaving your key out and you'll get like bloody Paul. You'll come home to Paul in your bed. That's that, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Your point. <laughs> um, so... Sorry, I found a picture of Bertha, Clive's car. Oh, that's special. That's pretty special. It was it was Scott and Charlene's car that they drove to their honeymoon on. Aww. Okay, yeah. Sheila would love a ride in that car. Yeah. Can't See, they, they're not that different. Neighbours, make this car happen. I think it's cute as a button. Well done, whoever thought that up. Props to you. It's much better than her. It's hey, wait a second. The last guy she hooked up with was Pa Brennan. Exactly. And Naomi hooked up with Ma- Mark. It's disgusting. Oh, that's yucky. Now, speaking of Russell Brennan, RIP, IRL, yeah. he has written a letter to Sheila with no address, just a return address was Port something. Was it Port Lincoln? Port Lincoln. Where? Um, oh, yeah, that's that's the port I was thinking of before. Right. So, some crap hole in South Australia. <laughs> yeah, right? it's not. I Sorry, apologies if you're from there. It's probably not a great We, we hole, haven't but, had any yeah. tweets from any listeners in South Australia. So. Well, it's funny thing is, so South Australia is half an hour behind the rest of the East Coast. Yes. So I swear I've never encountered a neighbour's tweeter from South Australia. But our Queensland listeners sometimes are an hour behind and, and we get along great with but, them. But there's more people in Queensland than there is in South Australia. Okay. And it'd be, I just, yeah, 
It's weird. There's never any crossover. So who knows? So back on Willow. So and her estranged father that they've dug up. His name's Fergus, which great name. Are we going to have a brainstorm about who he is? Oh, like fantasy casting. Yeah. So he's he's in the past he's had a few strikes against him with the law, but mm-hmm. he, he's apparently come good and become an accountant. Oh, okay. You know who I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. The actor from the show that's in the 70s, Puberty Blues. Oh, the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dan Wiley. Oh, yeah. Don't That'd you be good. Perfect. You've got it. Got yeah. it in one. I was about yeah. to say, he looks a bit munted. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> looks like he's had a history. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. he's got those big eyes that Willow's yeah, yep. got. Yep. Oh, I like it. Or the other one that was from Puberty Blues, uh, Jeremy Lindsay Taylor Which from Heartbreak High. Oh, Heartbreak High. I love that show. I don't know. <laughs> NFI, who that is. Um, You'll oh, know on. him. When hang you on. See him. Oh no! Was he in there? Was was old mate from Doctor Doctor in Puberty Blues? Um, Rod, Roger Corsett, Yeah. So was he was in it, wasn't he? Because yeah. I want him to be. I want um, Mar Brennan's big secret to be that um, she had an older son and it was Roger Corsa because he is plausible oh. older Brenbro territory. Perfect. Have He's we ever heard about Chloe before? Dreamboat. Yes. We've heard of their yes. sister. I don't think she's oh, ever been okay. named. named. Um, I would like to know how old we all think she is. So we've got Mark, Actually, Aaron, Tyler, and Chloe. Sorry. Yeah, that name kind of fits into that situation. I think it does. Yeah. Okay, so the dad got to keep the three boys and the mum took the girl. All right, let's just, yeah, let's just fast forward to it. Uh, yeah, I don't quite know what happened here. Okay, so the divorce happened when Mark was 18. Yeah. Aaron was 13. Little Tyler, little Tyler was mm. 10. I know, imagine how cute he was. He's so cute, yeah. I bet. And I don't know how old this Chloe is meant to be. And so okay. she went with the mother. Yeah, it's like some sort of parent trap, like yeah. the division of the children. Yes. Yeah. But my theory is maybe she was a surprise baby and is quite a lot younger than all of them. And yeah. maybe she was quite a young baby, like maybe even two years old or something. Mm. And so maybe she she wasn't as independent as so the boys. So she could be around like Piper's age then. Jesus. That's- she had a long, um, you know, fertility window, this woman, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> she did. Woo. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking. Maybe they're trying to bring another hot young thing into the street and she's mm. quite a lot younger. Yeah. Um, or the other way, she's the oldest. And or, Well, look, there is a fair age gap between um, Mark and Aaron. Yeah, five years. Yeah. So she could have like slotted right into yeah. the middle of that. But, you know, I do like the theory that she is the youngest and that's why they're not – I think if she's that young – they're not that kind of disappointed by it. Like, yeah, you know, oh, it's not fair that she got to grow up you, with you yeah. and not us. Yeah, you because know, they basically didn't know her. But it was a what the hell? She just left her kids and never saw them. Like, that's weird. Well, I mean, if there's domestic violence, yes, I can understand that. But then you're leaving your child with. I actually don't think. I was trying to read between the lines here. I don't think she never saw them. I think, from what I could gather, she still saw them. But over the years, contact waned. And they, they, they were calls and visits and letters were few and far between. Because I think they mentioned Easter at some point or Christmas or something. Mm. So mm. I don't think it's a pufferfish scenario where it's just I haven't seen you for 20 years. I think actually yeah. they just split up and maybe she moved far away. And it seems like there's con- been contact. And Mark left straight away because he was 18. So yeah. he would have left straight away. To go into the force. Yeah. Or whatever. Poli- police academy. And then um, Aaron Aaron went down the mines. Went down the mines. Not, I mean, but it would have taken five years for that to happen. Yeah. So there's, I don't understand why what happened in the five years. And then Pat Brennan got punchy. Yeah, it took five years for that to happen. 
Well, they said that he got worse and worse because he got more and more blamey. So she probably like hooked up with a new guy, you know, a few years in and Pa Brennan was like, I can't believe you've moved on. I can't believe my hot wife's moved on. Yeah. (laughs) I also reckon maybe he was abusive to her as well. Yes. And maybe she feels Mm. guilty that she saved herself and Chloe. And left. Well, maybe the maybe um, Dick Cop witnessed that, which is why he's more forgiving of her. But Aaron never saw that. Oh wow! Because he was a kid still, really at thirteen. Oh, that would be so complex. Yeah, and it could have happened. Probably a bit complex for Dick Cop, isn't it? <laughs> he's, he's pretty one dimensional. But he's might, that. He might not remember why. <gasps> he was eighteen. No, 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 because it could have happened years and years before. Uh, and then, yeah. and then the split set Dad off again. And Dick Cop, because he's in his, you know. He's with his saviour complex. Oh, totally. Can I say this is always my favourite time in an in an in a neighbour's storyline. Oh, there's possibilities. uh, (laughs) All the possibilities that we drum up before they are dashed. Yes, before our hopes are dashed. Before they're like, oh, it's not really D. Do you remember all the amazing D (laughs) stuff we came up with? We had so many plausible Uh, solutions to the D storyline. We went no, to Werribee. She was living in one of those weird little shacks down there that don't have water connections. Do you think we should go to the Barossa Valley? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Get on the wines. But you're thinking of the nice part of South Australia. They, they, they were from the crap hole of South but Australia. But that's where Ma moved to. Oh, she moved to the Barossa Valley. Did you hear? She's works oh. on a, she works a cellar door at the Barossa Valley. Oh, and do you reckon she lived in that German town with the cuckoo clocks and the... Handorf? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know about this place. But they said that they don't, you, you can't tear her away from the Barossa normally. Oh, she's on the piece like hey, Ellie. That's, so, yeah. that's where you mentioned it, when they went uh, to the winery a few weeks ago. Oh, oh, Christ, he's boring. I just I just tuned out. No, but they mentioned it again this week. He's, oh, yeah. I still tuned it out. <laughs> it's so <laughs> hooking up with <laughs> Ellie is actually... <laughs> <laughs> So hooking up with Ali is like hooking up with his mum. Exactly. Well, she looks like Ellie's mum. Yeah, she does actually. Uh, God, I love this. His is- saviour complex. He's oh. wanting to save Ellie from the diamond, uh, the demon drink. I love relationship and family drama. This is Neighbours' yeah. bread and butter. This is what they need more of. Less swatting. More yes. possibilities. Um, speaking of crap mum, hashtag crap Brennan mum. Oh, it was actually my hashtag was hashtag deadbeat mum. Yeah, why not? No, I'm all about her independence. I We know that what I, if, I'm going to... No, you can't... Poor little um, Tiles was 10. That's not a good age to lose your mum. But she didn't... But it was a divorce. I'm sure there were there would have been custody arrangements in place. She, you don't like... They all sounded like they'd been abandoned though. See, Tiles was it didn't want a bar of her. And um, Aaron didn't. But we don't know what's going on. And I'm going to take the side of – I'm going to give her the benefit of, of the doubt because we haven't had her side Something's of the story. Something's got to explain why Tiles is such a fuck up. <laughs> why he's dating a teenager. Yeah. Well, well um, he was being Because he didn't actually – that's right. We've had this theory before that he didn't actually progress past that age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is that age. But, no, what I was getting at was times that she should have shown up. Mm. You remember when Mark's fiance died in his arms? Oh, yeah, that was a rough spot. She could have come to the funeral. Remember when Mark died and actually was reborn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody came to that. It's like, oh, the... shit, he didn't die. None it's of the a... brothers. We didn't, see, we didn't see a single Brennan for years. We didn't even know about the Brennans. My God, it was great, though, when Aaron joined. He was the best. Yeah. Um, the best Brennan. And also, okay, I've, I'm a child of... A couple of divorces. Anyway, the first divorce happened when I was three. It's actually not – it can also not be the end of the world. And I never thought one of my parents abandoned me 
Yeah, it was because just, they didn't, well, they as opposed w- to Marbrin and who did. That they were always, but we don't. I just feel like they've mentioned they didn't mention that she never spoke to them. She was around. Her two sons hate her, and we haven't seen her for years. I think it's par for the course that she did abandon them. But one of them's come good with that. She apologized. He felt all right. Yeah, it's because he's he I, still wants his mama's approval. Yeah, I think also just the fact she left him with someone who beat Tyler up. It's mm. kind of where the abandonment. Well, that's apparently what, that's what she. Well, from what we know, she found that out two years ago and has had been feel, feeling guilty ever since. That's even worse. She found out two years ago and she didn't immediately try and make amends. She wasn't cast then. <laughs> she couldn't good point. get on the blower to <laughs> Kerry Armstrong. No, <laughs> oh. I just I'm I'm going to wait. I'm holding my judgment until I hear more. I want to know what's in the goddamn letter from Rusty Brennan and uh, how they're going to explain away that he's no longer with us. Uh, see, they're they're going to have to whitewash him now. They're going to have to say, oh, they're going to have to come up with. Oh, it's the neighbor's way. Oh, what, what was the excuse for the, the violence about how the guy who assaulted Xanthi was excused because his mum was hitting him? It'll come down to something like that. Oh, Pa Brennan's father used to hit him and it was like a family way yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're going to have to, because the actor died. It's always someone to, else's fault. They'll have to make him not evil. Maybe he had like a brain tumour and that's why he was beating him up. That's oh, what yeah. the letter will be about. Yeah. I've got the, I've got, yeah. Yeah, I got I caught one of um caught one of Finn Kelly's brain Bridges, aneurysms. Exactly. One of my favorite oh I also jotted down I love stress head neat freak mark. I think it's my favorite mm. not just neat freak mark, because he drives me up the wall. I love stressed out neat freak mark mm. when he's stress cleaning. I think that's mm. my favorite version of him. Oh no, my favorite version of him is when he's angry. Because uh, no, he's a little bit sexier when he's angry. Yeah, I liked him when he was drunk. I don't like when he has to do so much with his emotions. I prefer when he has less to do with his emotions. Actually, my favourite Dick Cop was when he was quite disdainful of um, Lusicus. That was that was when ah. he was at his, his best, when he was like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're a moron. What? Yeah, I guess he always needs someone who's more of a loser than him yes, to be around. Yeah. Remember, like, just, you know, throw back to Thursday or whenever it was when he was so upset about the pillow. Oh, yeah. I told you to wash this pillow. Yes, that's that's when he Ooh. was stress cleaning. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, no, look, hey, if I lived in his house, I wouldn't be washing his textiles for him. <laughs> he would have a set routine on how that cushion was meant to be washed. Yeah, you're an adult and you have rules for the pillows you wash your own pillows yeah. i didn't know there was a way to wash pillows mine look bad <laughs> they do look pretty machine washable but the, the, the one he was holding was not what i'd call a standard machine washable one i'd i'd be spot cleaning it and i'd be looking at the care instructions probably isn't allowed to go on the wash but then you'd either hand wash it and he'd be all over that like a rash and i'm not letting my mechanic brother wash my my no. delicate cycle he, pillows he, he would stick it in with his overalls <laughs> And she mentions the ugly chair, which is like sort of, I feel like it's a Frasier. Yeah. Um, yes. Because yeah. um, is that because Frasier's on right before exactly. Neighbours? There's what, no yeah. gaffer tape on this one though. No, but she mentions the chair and then says, oh, it's just like the one we had in Port Wherever. And he said, oh, yeah, that's why I got it. I'm like, why would you want a chair that reminds you of when your dad hit you? Yeah, uh, that was a bit confusing to me too. I'm just so put off by that chair anyway. Why would you get one of those secondhand? You know they've got like bugs in them. At least put a throw rug over it or something. Uh, How about instead of port wherever, we just call it port shithole. Yeah. 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 Port shithole. Yeah. I just love that we keep. We've written, I've written a whole bunch of other stuff down about the week, but we just keep gravitating back to the Brennan saga because it's so rich. (laughs) 
So we haven't talked at all about the fact that we've got a new romance. I know we haven't. Oh, and that's because we're in denial because it's gross. Wait, who are you talking about, Kate? Oh, no, you're talking about a different one for sure because I know oh, that you're down okay. on this one. Let's it's making me park. Rich. We're going to park, stack, as I'm calling it, and we're going to press go, CJ, take it away on Darren. For the smiliest kiss ever. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. okay. Because, well, that's actually three romances in the week because we've got the Sheila and Clive. Clive. Yep. Shive. <laughs> Maybe it's the chive. the chive or the chive? Chive. The Wait, chive? No, that's just his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the chive. We've got the Darren, as he's as it's called on the interwebs. And even though Neighbours tried to give it its own couple name on the show, they were like, Daz, Darren. A- why, why don't we just call it Darren down the mines? Why don't you just call it Darren? Yeah, like we all call it. Uh, and then we've got the one that's inducing nausea in me, which is the stack. Stack, which yeah. we'll get to, yeah. because I need to take some anti-nausea medication. Mm, firstly, but firstly, take some anti-nausea medication before you get to karaoke, which had no discernible music in the background and was essentially like beat poetry that we're doing. It's out of copyright. Karaoke notice. It was a poetry slam. <laughs> I can't believe what's his face wasn't down there with his bush ballads. Yes. Oh, that's, that's just Puffy's time to shine. It's it's out of copyright, like bloody 18th, oh, 1800s <laughs> Aussie poetry. Like, okay, I get it. They don't always just want to have a, you know, a dance party or they want to do something different. Okay, let's. Yeah, have a bloody board meeting in the waterhole. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it truly is a, a, a multi-purpose space. Yeah, it really is. Okay, I need a minute, as you all know. Vey is losing her shit right here. I am a karaoke aficionado. Yep. I frequent Blue Moon Bar in the city, uh, online trolls. Is Come that, along, say hi. Is part of um, the Backlane Bar? Uh, it's, it's not affiliated. I have a great old time. And the thing about karaoke is not everyone is shit. There are people that can carry a tune. There are people that are a hot mess. There are people that are just, you know... Are there people who are, singing. Who, who are really good, but they're only good at boring songs? Uh, yeah, there's everything. There's everything you would imagine. Every now and then there's my husband singing, like, I got my first deal. Actually, my favourite, CJ, my favourite. And because we were all, like, choir kids growing up that don't have a choir. Yep. So this is where we go. My favourite is um, My Bestie Joe. Mm-hmm. She is partial to a bit of Eminem's Stan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And CJ's husband does the Dido part. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen that. It's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> um, we've got little children pianos, like, you know, for our son, not not for ourselves. And the other day um, my husband was holding his phone and playing like a nursery rhyme on the little thing. And I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm just looking at the sheet music. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And to me, somebody who's not musically mm. literate in any way, I thought that that was magic and we needed to call like Mensa or something. <laughs> I'm like, what? You can just read that and make bing bong noises. And it was amazing. And I told another one of our friends that it's so funny that you just don't know this about Because him. we met your husband when he was in yeah. a concert band. Yeah. And like all of your people <laughs> know how to do the music. Well, I just kind of fudged it most of the time. But... The point is, karaoke is near and dear to my heart, and I was not impressed with that showing, particularly as it was a a publicity event for the gym. And I don't, I didn't, I didn't even notice that. What the hell? I didn't mind that it was publicity for the gym, but you know how everyone was like, "Why? What's it got to do with working out?" And they went, "It's just fun." What they could have said is, "We're doing pump up songs tonight. Every Mm. song has to be a get up and go like." 
you know, Britney's work bitch or whatever. I don't know. Like just something that's going to make you get up and, and move. And I think that should have been the theme, not just random karaoke. Mm. Bit of Missy um, Elliott work it. Yeah. Or exactly. like, um, like you know, ACDC or. Yeah. Anything that's going to get you pumped up. Not God Only Knows sung by bloody former father. <laughs> CJ, though, I would like to know. I'd like to know your thoughts on the seduction of David and how it all came about. So I, I loved it because that was what Ellie did was perfect. So Ellie is sitting there talking to Aaron down the mines about, oh, I love him. He doesn't love me. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll just ring him, which is exactly what your female friend should do for you. Yes, your wingman you know? should do that always. Yeah, yeah, your wingwoman. Um, and she rang him up and she's like, I've cut my leg. And he's like, whatever, I'll put ice on it. I don't care. And then she's like, you're a doctor. Oh, look, my bone's coming out, <laughs> which I just love. And then she just like hung up. And she's a drinker, obviously. Yeah. So she then just continued drinking and forgot that he was even going to come. <laughs> she is in a permanent state of. That was my, yeah. I did enjoy that moment when he walked in and he's like, what's wrong with you? She's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> And then Aaron gets up to sing, and I don't remember what the song was. Because it, was, it wasn't a it song. It wasn't a song. It was, again, beat poetry. Yeah, it was, it was, and it was terrible. Hey, you're the one I wait for. Wake each and every day for you. You, baby. Life, rhythm all around us. Real love has finally found us. You, baby. Really shitful neighbours moment. It, is. This, you know what it reminded me of? And the kiss, I will not take anything away from the kiss. The kiss was adorable and sweet and lovely. Everything before and after the kiss left a lot to be desired. Apart it, from Ellie. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. I, it reminded me of when non-contributing Zero sang a song about Anne of Green Gables to Imogen oh, in the courtyard. That is blocked from my memory. I've forgotten about those people. It was so cringe. So he gets up and... David is lured to the bar, the bar and Aaron gets up and start, says, I'm going to sing for you and then does a bit of off-key, la, 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 I am singing for you. And then David runs up. The music stops and they pash. Yeah. And it was the cutest pash ever. But it, Did you just, guys see the, the little publicity still that Neighbours tweeted of it? I'll have to find it. Keep talking. No, I saw the Art of Neighbours artist's impression, which was delightful, by our friend Hayley. I... Just think it deserved a better run-up than what it got. Yeah. And I just, I think it deserved a better aftermath than we're going to share cake in Harold's. I think it needed more of a pash session. Also, no, they went and had sex afterwards. Yeah, but that's took the, the Brendan. Yeah, but it, then it was clinical at that point. It was like, we are walking in together. We are going to the bedroom. There was nothing sexual about it. We're going to bang like a dunny door. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it got pretty sexual in there. Yeah, but I didn't feel that vibe. Yeah, because no, right. there was no, it wasn't you... sexy him singing off key at him. It wasn't at all, and it didn't seem like a, a moment. Like they they do this right on Offspring. If that same situation had happened on Offspring, mm. then you would have felt a bit of chemistry and. But also on Neighbours with anyone else, I've seen it done well. But do you just... think the actors just don't have chemistry? Maybe I think they do have chemistry. Okay, that's My good. problem is, I think that. They've decided, I don't know if they've backed away from it a bit because it's two guys and they haven't injected mm. the right amount of sizzle into mm. it that they normally would if it was a hetero yeah. couple. I think they've just I, I backed away from it a bit. I feel both really embrace it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It doesn't look like one of them's holding back or Not anything. at all. No, no, no. Which we've felt that before with 
someone. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but yeah, this this feels more convincing. Yeah, I my problem was that I just don't think they were feeling that the way they got together in that scene. Well, what could have been better? Classic neighbors would have been there was some sort of disaster, and then one of them saves the other one. Well, yeah. Well, I wouldn't – okay, say it's karaoke night. Well, remember our favourite Gabers moment in, oh, in the box. In the box. Yeah, that was, the, that was one of the sexiest moments oh, yeah. on Neighbours in years, still is. They should get the box person to write all the gay get-together scenes mm. yeah, from yeah, now yeah. on. And actually, if you're on 11, just juice it up, everything. Yeah, juice it up, guys. Do so, you know that they're on a gay channel in Canada? Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah, know the channel right. was a gay channel. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Brilliant. Like Neighbours is, not, not just the kids. Not just those scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, uh, this is like the neighbor. They tweeted this one. But the, actually the frame before this, um, David's just looking into Aaron's eyes, kind of like. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, it, it was, was very. He was like, oh, it's it was finally very, happening. It was Disney Prince. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. That's why I was really upset that the moment beforehand was so cheeseball. Because it wasn't yeah, sexy. Yeah. It wasn't romantic. It wasn't sizzling. I needed no, some sizzle it, 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 with it my steak. It wasn't convincing, was it? No. But that being said. The pash was nice, but yeah. I don't know about everyone else at the table, but my love story is not that exciting. So, what? like, is 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 anyone's? I met my husband at the Greyhounds. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you go. Yeah. And we had our first kiss on the corner of Russell and um, oh, La Trobe Street. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, Russell and Lonsdale. There you go. Not a sexy location. I met mine at the comedy festival, so. <laughs> but it was pretty romantic, our beginnings. Like we were friends first for ages and ages and ages. Had DMs all the time. And and it was a slow burn, a slow build up, and that helped. But yeah, th- what could they have done? They could have kept the karaoke night. I didn't mind. Well, the bits poetry slam. I don't mind that. <laughs> but Aaron could have maybe even rapped something because he wasn't – Okay, you can't use a real song, copyright, whatever, even though I'm sure. What they did use was shithouse. They should have just done it better. They should have got those, they should have got like Fickle Heart or one of the other songs they've played before on Neighbours. I've been to Cuba, whatever it was. (laughs) You remember at the end of Mean Girls when they do that little um, session all together and then um, they all like say things about themselves and then they do like trust exercise. Oh, the trust falls, totally. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't even go here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, imagine, because a gym would do a trust exercise, that makes sense. Ooh, ooh, I love this. Imagine if David came in as Aaron's on stage talking about his real emotional feelings. Yeah, okay. Before doing a yes. trust fall. So it's not at a karaoke night anymore. No. It's just at the gym. Oh, it could have been at a venue. Okay. Yeah. You know what concerns me about this whole Pash business and that? They're going boring now. There's, there's oh, no, no direction to go in apart from being boring. That's, that's what's good about the Paul to Rage business. Yes. Hmm. Especially and, with – And these guys still needed all these mix-ups of Aaron thinking, oh, no, he's having sex with that hot guy and that's what the noises mm. are or whatever. Yeah, they could have dragged that out for ages and it would have been fine because mm. I love a slow burn. Yeah. We needed a bit more unresolved sexual tension in yes. it. And because now it's been resolved – no. Agree. Is T Quizzle going to come back to throw a spanner? He's spanner in the works. I'm writing to, <laughs> I am writing to T Quizzle. Yeah. Let's yeah. move him in. To think where he came from, yes. from that terrible situation. Yes. And, and now we just all were like, yeah, whatever, come back. Yeah. Um, okay, finally, it's been a while since we've eaten. It has. Can we talk about stack? Ugh. Okay, oh, can, you take, can you take the lead on this one? I've got some strong feelings about former father. <laughs> 
okay on Twitter, FMRFR. He's just too... I just don't like his smile. Mm. <laughs> it's just too annoying. He's not sexy. Not he's sexy. too wholesome. Like he should be sexy. He should be. Yeah, he should. He's too- we all have different tastes. Sometimes they align. Sometimes they do not. See, CJ and I quite like Leo. I'm yep. not into Leo. But you can understand how he I is. I can see he's objectively. Got devilishly handsome. I can mm. objectively see what you guys see in Leo. Aaron's handsome. That's, I think that's an all-round. Everyone agrees on that one? I don't think anyone could. Anyone no, in the world thought, could disagree. Like, you're going to surprise me. <laughs> it's the guns. Yeah, <laughs> like there's nothing about him. See, Tyler, you know. I don't like him, but he's an attractive yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. He's not my type. No, no, he's, he's a head. child molester. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clive Gibbons. Yeah, yeah. Strawberry Fox. Dashing. He's come good in his older years. He had a great car when he was younger. <laughs> Paul, I, Paul, yes. Oh, for sure. Now, two men I'm going to say are in the same boat here. We've got former father, Dr. Carl. Nah, too wholesome. Nah. No, I don't oh, believe do it. do you not see Dr. Carl's nah. sex nah. appeal? He's too daddy. No, or daddyish. Sorry, not daddy. daddy. Don't, don't say that. Cut out daddy. <laughs> He's too daddyish. I'm not cutting it out. Um, no, those. I can 100% see, see Carl as much more attractive. Like, he, yeah. Carl is a man with a guitar and, you know, a, a blue box. A blue box. Well, that's it, yeah. And, yeah, actually, you I know, a drill. Yikes. But yeah, no, no. He does not do I sexual see, things with that drill. All I see former father is the churchy weirdo mm. who decided to become a priest. He would have been a weirdo all his life and he's still a weirdo and stay away from Steph. And as, you know, I'm not Steph's greatest fan, but she could do a hell of a lot better oh, than this. Oh, she, yeah, no. Okay, wait, hang on. What? Also, he quit the priesthood to hang around with his child and hasn't been. So, well, he has been inappropriately carting him through the backpackers. He's going to pop up any minute now and be like, hi, I'm just here to kid- take the kid to kinder. And it's like, no. And can we, I'm going to talk to someone who's been emailing us a bit actually about custody because they should be setting up some kind of formal visitation. Mm. Anyway. Paige is being foolish. My thoughts here on Stack. Steph and Jack have been interacting a bit because he squats at the backpackers now and she part owns that with Paul. It's all part of the same business. So she's dropping towels around often. There's only one good thing that could come out of this is that he could just permanently turn her off dick for life. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> he's, he's the man that turned her fully lesbian. Uh, I, I have time for him developing a crush. I, I have time for him having a schoolboy crush on Steph. She's confident, she's taken control of her life, she's comfortable with her body, mm. she's, a, you know, working hard, she's fun-loving, fine, you've got a crush. And I don't know how much they had to drink when she threw him a bone and went the pash. But <laughs> if they continue any kind of relationship, I don't think I'm going to be able to talk about no. it again on you know this what? show. There's only one woman I'd be fine with him dating. The saddest bitch in Aaronsboro. <laughs> She's already like she already found God for him. I really okay, actually, I really was into the idea of Amy and Jack, and I am now into the idea of Amy and Toad. Yeah, they've they've had a little couple of moments. I thought. No, she's still she's still too lame for Toad. But Can't Toad like find someone sassy and awesome like Dee again? No, it's never happening. <laughs> Can't we have Dee back from the dead? It's never happening. <laughs> the real Dee. She, it will, no, no. 
we, they're, they're but she was living in that shack down by the the, the beach. Yeah. Could you imagine though if oh they tried God. to bring Jay back? Yes, <laughs> D and Andrea. That would be fantastic. Oh wow, some doubling. No, no, she'd be like, you know, I really am D, and you'd be like, oh, you nice try, Andrea. Could you imagine if that happened again? The door opens and she's in the white shirt. I'd be like, oh fuck, where's my money? It's me. <laughs> um. Do you think that maybe they just accidentally signed too long of a contract for Father Jack yes, or something? Yes, 100%. And he's just like keeps going. Do you reckon there's like audience testing or is that like too expensive? I reckon it's a bunch of executives in a boardroom going. Oh, he was he was on Home and Away. Flipping, yep, flipping through TV week going, okay, there's a bit of stuff that's been on Home and Away. Oh, he's looking, his agent says he's looking for a job. Get him in. Yeah. And he's also a fireman. Oh, there the you CFA, go. yeah. So yeah. he's from Melbourne, obviously. So that's, yeah. Another reason to employ him. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, come yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to fly him up and back. Okay. So I was just... Surely, what about the third Hemsworth? Couldn't they have got him? <laughs> I'm just Doesn't really... Doesn't he want to drive home? I'm really upset with the way they just chuck Steph on people. Yeah. It's like, oh, she'll have anything. Yeah. Away you go, Steph. Have some respect who, who, for this heritage character. Who could we see Steph actually with? Det Les. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Back before, they ruined everything. Yeah, yeah. But she was but, all right with Lusicus. I'd like a lady. I don't oh, mind. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm quite happy for her to be a lesbian. I don't, I, or bi. I don't mind yeah. if she swings back and forth. But not like, with the freaking priest. Not at all. And Is I there a lady it. she could hook up with now? Obviously, because Detlers and her, like, that's been. Ma Brennan, age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, imagine that. Hooking up with what could have been a mother in law. <laughs> Can you imagine Mark trying to get approval then? This is really confusing. This is way confusing. I want Detlers back and actually we're going to go on a neighbours excursion in a little while. Yeah. In the coming weeks. We're going to go and investigate the whereabouts of Detlers, I believe, Mm. in the city of Melbourne. So we'll just let her know we're we're coming for her. We're coming. Yeah. Louise, we're coming. And, And we're going to do so with happiness. Just, just, just in case yeah. that's confusing. I, I will anyway. even Google which show she was on. Was it Pacific Heights? Echo Point. Echo Point. Okay. I she was a Echo teenager Point. then. Yeah. And she did have an away too. She filled in for um, uh, Tempany Deckett when Tempany oh. Deckett went on leave. Hang on. Is she the one who looked like this? Yeah, that's Tempany Deckett. Yeah. <laughs> she was the originator of RBF. What's that? Resting bitch face. Mm. Okay. All right. What, what do you reckon Tempany Deckett's up to now? Well, we'll Google. Okay. We Googled her not long ago. No, we'll take this offline. Really? We'll take this. <laughs> We're just repeating ourselves. So, all right. My other favourite moment of the week, though, when Staff gave Jack the old I'm flattered butt. So You he... may be young and have a decent body, but my God, no. <laughs> Hang on, That's remember that. how he was all, like, anti-gay in his priestly role? Well, he was trying to sort of skirt around that by saying, just because the church believes this doesn't mean I believe it. But, you know, no, you're no, signed up to it. he's trying to bang, a, like, a bisexual, bisexual person, woman. Yeah. yeah. All right. So... He needs to get a job. Yeah, he, yeah. He does. He's got the same no-name job that, like, bloody pipes and tiles had for a while. Does it, does he even get paid for oh, yeah. in the backpackers? Like, restocking the fridge milk. God, Leo's terrible. He's a, he's a slave driver. He just gets some homeless person to come and live there. <laughs> Mate, can you just get an RSA? This yeah. might sort things out. The priest should have an RSA. No, um, they serve wine. Exactly. <laughs> that said, citizen citizen, let's go. Kate, go first. Oh, no. All right. My citizen of the week goes to Dr. Clive. 
Oh, oh great! Yeah, okay. Taking taking Sheila on a nice first date, yeah, and, that was really and being sweet. very understanding when it turns out he was actually Cyrano de Bergerac with <laughs> with with Paul. <laughs> Another good line. I'm not going out with Paul Robinson. Going out with you. Yeah. I would like to give Citizen of the Week to Ali for her wing woman. Excellent. Yeah. I don't see. I don't mind it when Ali has a week off of disappointing us. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she's gonna. Um, actually remember doing it <laughs> no she didn't five minutes later but and also she, she was an excellent suit and she's trying really hard to be a principal yeah she's just going and doing it in people's lounge rooms instead yeah. of actually at the school but she's, sure she's not doing a principal job but she's trying hard at what she thinks is a principal job and i'm gonna say citizen of the week tyler brennan for sitting and having a proper chat with his mum mm. instead of running away and driving his feelings dangerously on, onto the road. Like, I think he handled that very well. Running away and finding a younger girlfriend. Next step is to, yes, maybe find a girlfriend. That Watch out, yeah, It doesn't <laughs> have to go on. What's the younger one? Kersha. <laughs> Isn't that an alcoholic drink, like a delicious one? Actually, Tweet of the Week from Nayblog. I need to give this a moment. This was oh, we haven't heard from Nay blog in a while. Legendary. I want to hear from him again. All right, I'll get I'll dial him up. It was in relation to the Sharma Rebecca sisters. I think is I think their names are hyphenated actually. Uh, yeah, it does it does feel like that family would. Um, Good on them. What's what's her name? What's the mum's name? She seemed Dippica. Dippy 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 yeah. Dippy. I'll tell you what. Sharon Johan Johan. She is bloody on top of her Twitter game. Every single mention of Dippy in a tweet gets a like and a retweet. She's prolific. Yeah, yeah. She liked me the other day and I thought I'm not even on Twitter. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Dippy, if you're listening, I know you're younger than us, but you, you stay and listen to us old folk for a while. <laughs> I reckon she'd come on. Oh, she might. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't tend to approach. She is so beautiful, isn't she? They're all. I'm working on one at the, as well at the moment. I'll let you guys know about it later. <sighs> you mean seducing Paul I mean, Robinson. I mean, befriend, getting the stump. Befriending a cast member. Yeah, yeah. An ex. <gasps> Actually, me too. I've got oh, oh. some. Yeah, there's our friend Adam Rosenbachs has emailed me during the week and wants me wants to hook us up with a with a neighbour's alumni. Wow. Do you know it was super funny? I heard him on my radio station. Oh. Which is ABC for old <laughs> people, and it was so weird. Because you waited, we were waiting for him to go on a swearing tirade. Yeah, and it just never happened. Been looking into Rebecca's onomastics. Apparently, Dippy is Hindi, Yashvi is Punjabi, Mishti is Bengali, and Kersha is uh, Russian. <laughs> right. So, what have they done there? Bit of a just gone. Oh, this is an Indian name. Bit of an Indian lucky dip there in maybe, the writers' room. Maybe we need to deep dive into the Kapoor names as well. What was AJ? <laughs> Oh, and another alumni this week in the, um, if you're an avid credit watcher, Jonathan Dutton, Tad Reeves, directing all of this last block of episodes. Okay. And Renee Zandeveld, Renaissance on Twitter, had a writing credit this week. Wow. Oh, that's exciting. Renee and um, Anna Spargo Ryan were the two that hooked me up with Toad Horse. And gave Kate a set to her. I know. It was awesome. Truly the highlight of my neighbour's career. So friend of the show, (laughs) Renaissance, welcome back to the fold. Okay. And two more points. Okay. So all over the neighbours groups this week have been the postie who dropped a letter in, in a bit of a stock shot, I think, to Sheila's house. 
people going, do posties look like that? Because he was completely dressed in high-vis. The bike is high-vis. His coat was high-vis. He had a, a high-vis helmet. He had, and a, he had a Legionnaire's hat yeah, on it was like it. It had like a flap that came down. And the English viewers were going, what the hell? Do they actually look like that? And I was like... You know, I don't know if they look like that, but looking at it, it looks plausible. And so the, the next day... You, you don't think twice. You just think, okay, the yeah, post you drives by, yeah. you don't think about it. And they... Oh, also, they, they ride on the footpath here, which they're allowed to on their, yeah, motor, on their motorbikes. And um, you'll notice out the front of my house, there's a posty bike. Is there? Yeah, it's oh, yeah, because CJ's husband rode it around Tasmania. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> For fundraising purposes. <laughs> It's called the mailbag. It, was not, for- it wasn't to deliver mail. <laughs> okay. You can prove my dad wrong here, but apparently in the UK, letters are delivered to the door. And like, oh. yeah. Whereas oh. here, ours are just dropped in the letterbox, which is on streets, which is why the postie rides his motorbike. Because yeah, you can just yeah. drop them in there. Anyway, the very next day after I saw this on Facebook, I saw my postie across the road while I was carrying my daughter down to the car. And I stared at this postie for so long going, Oh, yeah, it looks exactly like the postie from Neighbours yes. down to the, the Legionnaire's flap hanging from the back of the, the helmet. It's it's sun smart. It's high visibility. Yeah. It's, it's mainly sun smart, I think, yeah. yeah. But I stared so long, the postie looked at me and waved. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thinks you guys are going to hook up. Oh, like geez. the postman. No, no. I think so, he was actually waving at my toddler, but still, it was. It was. I was like, oh dear. Just doing some fact checking. I was like, Kelly. I was trying to like get my phone out whilst holding my toddler at the same time, and I was like, no, this would be weird because the postie's seen me looking at him. We can just Google image a picture of an Australian yeah, yeah. post, but it is. Yep. <laughs> okay. And the second big neighbours controversy to hit the Facebook groups this week is that old mate Wayne, okay, Mister Pest Mi- Wayne, Mister Stinky, um, he is English. And apparently this is a revelation. Which has always been the case. It's always been, he's, he's always an been English, English actor. Yes. And people have just cottoned on. I think every Australian viewer realised from Dot that, yeah, he's English. So, But apparently he must have turned up his English accent this week because it suddenly occurs to a lot of he's people. He's been wearing his casual Friday clothes and wanting to go on stress leave to do a clowning course or some. They're just trolling us now with yeah, these sex so. pest Wayne storylines. And yeah. also that he stinks. Oh, that's my favourite. Oh, thing. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what Piper was saying on the, on her. Oh, stinky Wayne or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, on her um, on her secret, on her doxing files. Yeah, yeah. And that's why there's a theory that he's the the troll. No, nah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't know how to switch it, switch on a computer. But. That also distresses me. What a loser. But he, he's really like living like, up to a f- quite a few negative English stereotypes. <laughs> okay, so that's us. That was I quite enjoyed that week, despite Stack, despite Gazcan driving me up a wall. Well, we got to meet Mar Brennan finally. Wrapped with that, so go have a look at Patreon.com/slash/NeighboursPod for our little fantasy casting spiel outtake, and let us know at NeighboursPod how you think. The Brennan backstory should all shake out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who's who, Chloe younger? Who's going to be Chloe? Who, she's she's got to turn up in year eleven, so she'll be in year twelve next year. I reckon. I like it. Plausible. Mm. What if it was Willow, and oh. Fergus is a sham? <gasps> is Pa Brennan? Fergus, and he's had a secret family. Or we can't keep disappointing ourselves like this. It's not going to be this Willow good. is attractive enough to be a Brennan. I know. It's not going to be this good. No, it's going to be Dan Wiley. Dan Wiley. Like yeah. the, I think maybe we need to have our, like, make a new family tree with, like, all the people who we think should be in these roles. Yeah, great. <laughs> Keep chatting to us online, Kate. I'm at Remude. CJ. At Because I'm Pink. Because I am Pink. You've because- got to enunciate. 
Because I'm never on Twitter yeah, is what the... <laughs> just go through the people we follow and, like, eventually you'll whittle it down to... Or just tweet to the Neighbours Pod account. Yeah. And CJ will like it. Yeah, I will. She I will. Does. I'll jump on. <laughs> she's, at, she's good. Yeah. She's, she's savvy. Yeah. I heard a new one and I think we talked about it. Lit? What does that even mean? It's just, it's it's on fire. We discussed it's, this the last time. Yeah, we did. Three of us, yeah. And then I heard it being used in language, and I thought, "Oh, that's a young thing to say." Young person's talk. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the regular tweeters has had her account shut down, and she's reopened again under a different one. So what? Jack Callahan's is something else now. I can't keep up with these young people. Oh my people. god, she's so, so she, they're still there giffing. But you know, what happened to them? They were going to leave a bloody um, voice memo. Oh, Where's yeah. your voice memo, gal? Really, ladies. Wow. Neighbourspod at gmail.com. I'm Vaya Pashos, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm.